Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Jan Vertonghen for Tottenham dinked up towards Soldado out by Reed, scorer of the first lovely turn by Diarmes and brilliantly here, Ravel Morrison Stuart Downing away to his right-hand side. Morrison now, great pace, away from Vertonghen. Brilliant stuff! Morrison, is that heading in? It is, it's three! What a superb goal by Ravel Morrison! Tottenham Hotspur nil, West Ham United three! There you go. (laughs) This is going to be a happy podcast, isn't it? (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Monja's Podcast Podcast. My name is George, I'm here with Happy John. Hello. And Reese is here also. I'm always happy. No Sean today. He's a, a Sam Allardyce a grand booking. <laughs> uh, but yes, we are happy hammers after yesterday's result. Who isn't who sports West Ham or, or any other team than Tottenham, really? <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is that Sean, the thing that he's gone off to do is that he uh, booked that in because he thought this would be a real miserable podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he expected to get a good I listened back in. earlier to last week's and everyone predicted a loss. Mine was 4-0 loss. Apart from you, John, you predicted a 1-0 one one win. win. So you were the closest, so well done. Yeah, well thank done. you, thank you. Ever the optimist. Well, that's me. You know, I've been, <laughs> it's been very sort of doom and gloomy, but this is just this is just so typical West Ham, and this is why it's so brilliant to be a West Ham fan, because the highs are so much higher. Oh, yes. It was a brilliant, brilliant day. So before we go into stats and things, why don't you tell us about your day, John, because, you know, you, you were, were there. You were there. Yeah, well, it, all, it started on Friday, really, because... Um, Got a phone call from Sean saying was I free Sunday because he'd managed to get another ticket for his posh seat area. So I said yes, please, thank you very much. And then on Sunday morning, having had a few drinks on Saturday night, I was feeling a little bit heavy-headed. Offered the ticket to you. We George. did. Bowled him. I was fast asleep. <laughs> Do you want? But you didn't feel like you were up for it, so I got myself together. You almost didn't go. I got myself together. I had a couple of cokes to start off with slowly but surely and got myself into the day. And we got up there quite early because obviously we were in the posh area. And we sat down, it's like 
just bottles of beer and whatever. The security from Tottenham come in and asked if there was any West Ham fans in the, in this area sort of thing and asked us to please politely accept the fact that you're in the Tottenham area. So if you were escorted, I'm not expecting you to have too much to celebrate, he said. But if you do, could you please sort of sit on your hands a bit? Mm-hmm. But the funny thing was when Nolan... When they did that free kick, that was like right in front of us, and Noble knocked that over the wall. Yeah, and Nolan nearly put it just past the group up up to the sort of right of us. They were clearly the whole thing was full of West Ham, and they all started to cheer a bit. And then all the Tottenham were getting up and giving them all the things. And as they all come out and sort of the old stewards mm. sort of shielded them off, calmed them down. But uh, yeah, and that that was just you know there there was on I think there was about five Tottenham fans and about. There was at least four of us were West Ham. And uh, by the end of the game, it literally was just sort of me. That third go, it was, I was the only one left sitting out there watching it. Sean couldn't watch it anymore. He was just drinking and jumping about. And <laughs> I was just sat out there with my hand over my mouth, just, just amazed at what I was seeing. It was just unbelievable. And the noise, I tell you, the noise, because we were right opposite the away fans. And when that second goal went in, the noise was incredible when it was just it was that point the ground just just emptied, emptied out, out. There was no so, one there, was so there. rapid just emptied out and the things they were all saying and it was just it was I bet a, those West Ham fans to your right had a good time after that yeah no, was, being told to be quiet well they on. to be fair there was to, afterwards it was all pretty much just people who were in charge of these things and West Ham fans left and everyone was sort of shit milling around together but it was just so funny because sitting where we were sitting, obviously surrounded by Tottenham, and to see it all going on up the other end, and they was just, mm. you know, the sort of the dismay in their comments. It was just brilliant. It was a very good day. I was sitting on my uh, bed watching it on the laptop. Don't tell anyone. And uh, I was jumping up and down on my bed by the time the third goal went in. I couldn't believe what was going on. Uh, game finished, came down, had a beer. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's look at the stats then because you know we must have outplayed them so well we didn't Spurs had 61% possession West Ham had 39% West Ham had 16 shots with 5 on target Spurs had 14 shots with 4 on target who needs a forward exactly force 9 oh. uh, I just thought we defended very well took well, our chances we, when I we got them sat there for the first yeah. 10 minutes with Sean trying to work out who was playing up front yeah and I couldn't, you know, with one... It was off. a bit of both, though. They did miss Yeah, no, they, they missed. Yeah. But it, all, was it, it all turned. It yeah. all turned when uh, Defoe missed that chance it at the beginning the, of the match. It wasn't so much the, the first the half. half sorry. We, we really competed, I thought. We'd yeah. Really, we were really solid. And I, I, I was sort of like... We were getting we were getting praise, saying, oh, you're mm. doing a lot better than we expected and all that. Because we'd had a sweepstake who was going to score the first goal and there was people putting in for the first minute and all yeah. this sort of stuff and how many goals it would be. And Did you win? No, I put first goal in at 26 minutes or something. But um, there was, I thought we'd look really solid and we, we did struggle to work out who was playing. We, mm. I thought it was Vastay, but then, and then I thought it was Morrison and then I thought it was... The, and clearly the plan and the tactics were... Spot on. Yeah, well, it's something we've not seen before. I yeah. think that's fair to say, isn't it? We've never seen Whatever it actually was, worked. 4 6 0. Barcelona style. It was so refreshing, you know, in 
I know, I mean, just a single anyone out, but there was no, no Jarvis just running around like headless chicken. And the way he set it out, it was, it was just so different than just blindly sticking to your two fullbacks running down with your two wingers trying to get a ball into nobody in the middle, which is what we've had for the last mm. five or six games. It was just so nice to Breath see Breath of fresh air. Mm. A plan B, some would say. Yeah, it was. It was good to see him, to him change. And it, you know, he, he deserves massive credit for it. You know, he really does. Sam Aladici. Sam Aladici, was it? Or Dicio, Aladici. Or uh, long balls. Spurs had 75, West Ham had 69, as Sean would say. Long ball merchants. Long ball merchants. Yeah. Uh, excluding the goalkeeper, Spurs' is Michael Dawson had 17 long balls, while West Ham United's Winston Reid was our top player with only nine. So they did play a lot more long balls than us. The stats say. I mean, Winston Reid is fast becoming uh, such a, a cultured, quality centre-back. He, he, he does know, look I, really I, good. I, I, I tweeted him today, actually. Did you? Because he tweeted saying, what day yesterday, off to America, obviously to play for New Zealand. He said, see you in a week. I said, you are the most consistent player in the last two years. Well done. Keep it up. Hashtag hero. Didn't nice. reply. <laughs> but got lots of retweets. Uh, everyone, re- everyone agreed. I hope he's signed up for a long time. That's what I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reese, did you watch the game? I didn't watch did it. You see the I highlights? had it on feed on on the computer, but I've seen the highlights, extended highlights, if you would wish. And yeah, it, it, it like I said earlier, I thought that Tottenham, not to put a dampener on it, but. I, I did think Tottenham on other days would have put certain chances in, like the Defoe one. Yeah, that was the right. One. They come out really strong. Yeah, I thought Townsend looked, looked, looked like he was running ragged for a while. Yeah, first but half, he looked really fair, good, didn't he? Second half, he wasn't in it. He, he, he looks like a good player, that mm. Townsend. He does. Though I heard that some on the old 606 thing last night, they were, Tottenham fans were slating him. I don't know why. He puts the ball in the right area. Yeah, he, I he just... Uh, and we'll be like, for England on yeah. Friday, yeah. and uh, like like we said, uh, took chances, which is which is a rarity this season. It is an absolute rarity, <laughs> and, and three different goal scorers, which is always nice. The first, the first take goal was the best. Yeah. <laughs> well, that it's was just luck. a bounce. <laughs> that was, <complete laughs> that was brilliant. Though. That's just it's that's so bounce. good when you get a goal like that. And it's against Tottenham. Player brilliant. ratings, well, Sam Allardyce tops the top of the charts on West Ham dot com. Unsurprisingly, as he has been hailed as a tactical genius for his, uh, <laughs> for his management skills yesterday. Ravel Morrison is second. Yep. Winston Reid third. Tompkins fourth, which I think is a good shout because apart from those two, Tompkins was my standout player. Oh, Tompkins no. and Noble. I thought James Tompkins had a really good game. First half, he was one of the reasons, mm, main reasons yeah. they didn't score. I he agree. was very good. I think, and I'm liking the fact that he's sticking with him now because he's, he's far... More cultured on the ball and a better footballer. He's a better, he, and he, mm. he, he's not he, as rash. Yeah, and he, and he he actually restricts the amount of long balls we play because he doesn't. He plays out from the back. Yeah, so I'm I'm pleased to see him back in. Really, although I do like Ginge, I think he's a good yeah, player good, as well. But. Solid, but yeah, I agree. I think James Tompkins had a very good game, and Mark Noble not far behind him. I thought he's been a bit average of late, but I thought he had a really good part to play yeah, yesterday. Yeah, solid. I think the second half he really stood up. Yeah, you know, the first that, that ball he put through. Yeah, for the pass oh, for yeah. the goal. He took it. He had two players in front of him. He turned into space and just laid it off, and he was just mm. through. I tell you who else. I don't know where he is on there. Was it Diarmi? He's on just underneath Noble. I mean, his his assist for Morrison's goal 
Well, the way he took that ball, he took that yeah, ball on the turn. He took yeah. it on the turn, and turned and it around, around the player. And then mm. just laid it into him. And he had a really good game. He was immense physically. When he was up front, he was chasing everything down. Well, what goal was that, John? Is it three? What a superb goal by Ravel Morrison. Is it that one? That was one, yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep playing those clips. <laughs> but yeah, it was just, <laughs> it, it was the way he, he controlled that, and I was saying he, they, they couldn't cope. They, they looked, they looked, you know, after we'd scored and they, they were then trying to chase the game, they couldn't cope, cope with us and we were physically... We just annihilated them in 13 minutes. Yeah, we were physically, you know, we were, the ball was breaking free mm. and the lights of the army would get in there first and getting their body across them and they were, we just couldn't cope with it. It was, it was so good. It was, un- was, un- was, so it was good. unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... I was sort of, and Sean, I know everyone, Sean's everyone feels the same, though, don't they? Everyone you just I, see, every West Ham fan I've spoken to today as well. Yeah. You just, like, open mouthed. But, like, um, I know Sean's done this, this thing on West Ham Till I Die, and he's talking about everyone. You know, we, like, I didn't keep jumping up and down and going in behind the box and hiding, but when the third one went in, I had to go in because there's no way I could just sit there. And well, let's listen to what Sean has to say, um, and then straight after that, we'll be playing. What Sam Allardyce had to say, for obvious reasons, you'll find out in a sec. Hi, chap. Sorry I couldn't be with you tonight. Um, I've got a prior arrangement. Uh, I thought it was going to be one of those miserable, miserable podcasts because I knew we were playing Spurs. We all expected to lose, as we predicted last week. I think I predicted the best, which was a, a draw. And no one could have ever predicted this historic win. Um, as you know from the podcast, I think I said I was going along in a box. Um, at the last minute, we had uh, a ticket available, so John came with me as well. And, and what a day out it was. Um, fantastic day. Um, we uh, we started with a, a little bit of bubbly in the morning at, at Waterloo and went on to the ground. Nice box. Unfortunately, right in the heart of all the Spurs fans. So we did have to. We were warned by a steward before we started to sit on our hands, not to celebrate any goals, but I don't think they expect us to score any goals. And also uh, the zero tolerance of the Y word, uh, we were told. Apparently, a uh, little bit of a quality here, uh, the Spurs fans would get one written warning, but if it's a West Ham fan, they'd get arrested straight away. But that wasn't to be the story of the day. The story of the day was the way we started. And fun- finally... Sam had a plan B. In fact, uh, John and myself, and sorry if I'm repeating because John's already mentioned this, we couldn't work out who the striker was, and I guess that was the point. I think the players and AVB didn't have a clue, and and, and nor did we, but it worked, didn't it? Sam has a different tactic. He has a different plan. Um, And straight from the off, you know, when the game started... You know, we're looking all right. And, and it looked like that we turned up. You know, 3,000 West Ham fans were opposite us in the away end, and they were singing throughout the time. You know, it was quite soulless and quite quiet by um, Spurs fans. They did sing from time to time. They sung the Y Word Army three or four times, 20,000 of them, not get arrested. They sung the Defoe song with Y on the end, not got arrested. I think one got arrested at half-time as a sort of token gesture. Uh, just to prove a point, and I'm sure he will now become a martyr to the cause. But uh, West Ham fans were very well behaved. We sung, uh, and they sung for the whole game, and never gave up, really. 
Uh, but let's just talk about the first half. The first half, I thought, we stopped them playing. We held our own, really. And although they had chances and we had chances, including the, the Kevin Nolan miss that was just in front of us, and we really had to bite our lip on that one. The second half, of course, everything changed. And who would imagine but Winston Reid... Um, he scores a 66-minute goal. Uh, just to mention, he's in my dream team, so he's in my fancy league. So he scored me a nice 15 points, which was a Brucey bonus as well. Uh, we, myself and John, couldn't celebrate openly because we were feet, just about three feet away from Tottenham fans. We ran into the box and had a quick celebration with the blinds down, and we'd only just got back in our seat. And Ricardo Vazte, another goal six minutes later. He was a bit fortunate that he hit the keeper and went back in, but you know they all count two nil up. And uh, uh, John had tears in his eyes. So did I. You know we couldn't believe what was happening. Two nil up at White Hart Lane. We hadn't won there since 1999, so 14 years, and that was 2-1 with Ian Wright scoring one goal, Mark Keller the winner, and then David Ginola scoring a a consolation goal. Um, And finally, you know, icing on the cake. By then, most Spurs fans had gone home, to be honest, and we were singing, is there a fire drill? Um, And, yeah, a solo effort from the 22nd specialist, Ravel Morrison. I mean, on this occasion, it, it was the 79th minute and 22nd specialist, of course. Is it three? What a superb goal by Ravel Morrison! Um, but what a great solo effort from um, halfway, skins two defenders and ships the goalkeeper and, and what a brilliant goal, which I'm sure is going to make goal of the month and might even, you know, goal of the season, uh, make it into the shortlist. So what a tremendous day um, we had by all. And as another sort of Brucey bonus for me, I had a little £10 bet on a West Ham win at 10 to 1. So that was a 70 quid win. And, um, you know, he, they had, uh, they'd made a lot of money there. But there's a, very, a lot of unhappy Spurs fans. Uh, we were smug, myself and John, milked it for all it's worth. We, we stayed in the ground a little bit later till it all calmed down. Um, and, th- and then moved on. We, ha- we had a, a, a car waiting for us outside. We, we moved on to Liverpool Street where uh, our um, hosts decided that we, they needed to stop for a, a quick beer. And we passed the, um, the Wood- Woodlands Shades, which is a bar just off opposite um, Liverpool Street. And, uh, and the West Ham fans were still there. They were surrounded by police still. Uh, police were everywhere, they were videoing them, but they were still singing. They were sitting on the ground, on the pavement, with their beers going, if you love West Ham, sit down. And, and they were worse for wear, as were we. Um, and, and myself and John had smiles like Cheshire cats on us. We went for one more drink to uh, what's called a, a London Speakeasy bar. I'd never heard of it before. It's just off uh, Bishopsgate just by Liverpool Street. You have to go into this, uh, off Artillery Road, you have to go into this um, restaurant called The Breakfast Club and you whisper in the waiter's ear, um, you whisper, I'm here to see the mayor. And he says, the mayor of where? And you are supposed to say, the mayor of Scaredy Cat Town. With that code word, he opens a smeg fridge door with a secret passage. You go down to a little drinking-like cocktail bar uh, which is where we were celebrating late on Sunday night. We had a few more champagne cocktails and some bucket shots, which gave me a little bit of a head on Monday morning, but it's all worth it. 
Monday morning, I'm sure we'll have hammers. I've got a smile across our face, and hopefully that buzz is going to last all the way through to the international break when we play uh, Man City. So that's all I have to say. I know that's probably quite short for me, considering I'm not going to be on the podcast. But I've only got one thing to say, and that is, let's hear what the gaffer has to say. Sam, that was a spectacular success. A bit of a surprise in formation in the way you set up and took them by surprise, took everyone by surprise. Yeah, you tried to get at me before, didn't we? And, uh, and I wouldn't let you know. Um, but yes, I mean, it's, it's fantastic when a plan comes together and uh, you ask your players to take up a, a different role in the team and uh, in a different system. And I think that um, because we showed the lads um, just how Tottenham are as a team and how they set up, we felt it was the right thing to do because we know we're a very good defensive side away from home. We know that we don't concede many goals. In fact, our last three away games, is, we've only conceded one goal off a, on a, off a very dubious penalty. I think that we all know wasn't a penalty. So we knew we could do that bit right. Um, but as our front man normally hasn't really, whether it be Pet or whether it be Modibo, uh, they've never really looked threatening in scoring. So we thought we'd break from deep positions and run into areas behind the full-backs who, who like to push on here. And, uh, and, and the centre-halves can be uncomfortable with nobody to mark. You know, and, and in the end, um, it paid off quite well in the first half, but we didn't use the ball well enough uh, in the final third. But certainly in the second half, it's paid massive dividends. And I think that uh, everybody knows the importance of set plays, both for and against. And the set play gets us on the way. Um, and then... Uh, we break out because Tottenham get a little desperate. There's a little bit of good fortune in uh, Ricardo's goal, uh, but then you've seen goal of the season probably. Uh, Ravel Morrison uh, running through, um, committing to Tottenham defenders from almost his own half, running straight at them, making making them make a decision, skipping round them and through them, and then finally one of the quickest keepers off the line comes shooting out and he dinks him, and uh, you know. He, you can't ask for any more than that. And, and I think, um, while I might ask the assistant referee, um, the technologies obviously work very, very well because there was no hesitation. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. In them giving the goal. Uh, I think he probably would have said it was a goal anyway, but you, you never know. So the beauty of that technology left nobody in any doubt. And, um, and, and after that, we, we played the game out really, really well. Um, I, I know you're trying to protect him a little bit because he's a young boy, but I couldn't help looking at that goal and thinking, and that just makes me think of an 18-year-old Michael Owen. Yeah, I mean, he's 20 now, though, not 18, so he's, got, he's, he's, quite, uh, he's quite old in terms of years, so... Um, but he's he's learnt so much in a short period of time. I mean, that's a beauty for me. The, as we say, the pennies dropped, you know, and, and sometimes it takes a while, and sometimes it can happen overnight. And while Sir Alex told me uh, when we took him, I hope you can sort him out because if you can, you're going to have a top-class player on your hands. And I'm not so sure I've sorted him out. I think he's sorted himself out, and uh, and he's began to enjoy his football, which is what he loves so much. He enjoys being with the lads. He listens to what the experienced players are going to say, and and he can do something that nobody else can do in our side, and we saw that today. Now, Sam Tottenham have played 11 games this season and conceded two. You scored three past them in 13 minutes. No one, no one, even you, could have thought you. No, no, so there's well. no. I mean, you know that. Look, I mean, it's you know, it's one of those days for us, which is fantastic. And boy, did we need it because, you know. This time we deserved it as well. I mean, we've deserved many more things than we've got, and we've we've suffered some defeats that that we shouldn't have had, and uh, for one reason or another. And we've performances apart from Stoke at home have been very good, but but slipping into the bottom three was was a big problem for me and a big problem for the players because we knew we shouldn't have been there. But we've pulled one massive game out the hat today against uh, a Tottenham side that's uh, spent a huge amount of money and are expected to uh, challenge for the top four this year. No doubt about that, and we have watched them here um, a couple of times. Me and Maka uh, on how well they look, how well they move the ball. Uh, but when you deny them space and you you press them, they do make mistakes, and they will give you possession back. And what you do with that, will decide on whether you get a result, lads, or not. And what we did with that in the second half was punish the opposition and put the ball in the back of the net. People say Sam Allardyce isn't a tactical genius. They might have to think again, Sam. Well. <laughs> I always said if I was Aladicio, they'd probably say I was more of a tactical genius rather than um, a broad Midlands accent that's got a bit of a northern accent who's English. Big Sam Aladicci, nice one. Yeah. Well done today, thank you very much. Cheers. Well, there you have it, Big Sam Aladicci. Thank you, Sean Adichio. and Big Sam. <coughs> Sean managed to take up most of the podcast, even though he's not here. Mm. <laughs> I just love it. He, he loves all that, doesn't he? Oh, we had them got back to a cocktail bar and we did all this. And He's like a kid telling us. I thought well. I'd leave that in because I knew he'd like tell people that. <laughs> oh, that he knew just, the secret. I mean, I'm not being, being funny, but I'm, I was there for the beer, you know, and the, I wouldn't have been able to get there otherwise. But normally, all that is, is a bit, bit sort of corporate. It's just not, it's not as much fun. You can no. see where you can see all the fun that was being had over the other way, you know. Right Smoke bombs and all sorts, weren't there? Yeah, there was. It was, it was. It was pretty well. They were, everyone was pretty well behaved. There was a bit of um, we, we can't say his name, but he's coming for you. We could hear that, and there was a bit of um, just sort of uh, 
you're right, they were singing racist, racist, racist <laughs> to the to the Tottenham <laughs> fans when they were <laughs> singing like <laughs> Jermaine Defoe and all that. It was just quite amusing. It was uh, very noisy. Sort of don't want to stop talking about it because then that's it, isn't it? That's it talked about and gone. But we must must move on, John. Oh, not this. We're not going on to the fantasy. We are. Like, I'd, I'd rather not talk about that. Do you know, like, we we just played Tottenham yesterday. Mm. And we won 3-0 away. I've oh, got so many players that don't even play. First time since 1999. I know we did. We've talked about it. Oh, have we? Yeah, we've done that. I was there. It was really good. What else do you want to say about it? It was really good. It, it was, was really good, wasn't it? days ever. <laughs> it was incredible. Yeah. One of the most famous West Ham wins, I'd say. Oh, it will be. Oh, yeah. Sean's... See, this is just anyway, wrong. Sean, by a lot... Still tops the Mondays podcast, Fantasy League. Just going to update you all now on the standings. Yeah, that's just not right. He tops it by 10 clear points. <sighs> Cheap. Uh, he's not... He's not uh, you, I can accept that his argument is not cheating. But what he does do, he has too much spare time on his hands. He or... He or He's he got a it. very good team, <laughs> but he, 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 he doesn't it. know. He, he doesn't up, know any of the players. What he's doing, he's just copying the main team. He, he doesn't know any of the players. He updates it every week. Anyway, uh, Sean is of course the highest ranked presenter. I am the second in fourth place with four hundred and seven points. So you, uh, all you guys that, that work that work at a desk have got an advantage, really, because you can go online at lunch times and things and. John Bucci is the next <laughs> place. <laughs> says John. <laughs> I, 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 I've got two substitutes 38 place. Do. I've probably got about eight. I've got uh, injured players all over Have I gone down? Reese is off the main first page, Reese, What have you done? I, I don't know who's in my team. You don't know? Well, there he is. In 73rd place, Reese sits. That's 329 right. points. I'll take that. Reese Jay's Crazy Cats. Have you looked at it recently? No, so I haven't looked since at it. Sean sat you down and showed you how to and do it. And at the probably, bottom, Paul Gage has pulled right himself up. off the bottom of the league and now is hammers on the up with Charlie Manley as manager. They've only got 217 points, but Paul Gage is joint bottom. Early days, early days. Early days indeed. So what's the points difference between, the, say, the likes of me and the top, George? Just bear with me, John. I'll just have to go back well, onto the just, first page. It's, not, it's just I, I don't like Sean. So Sean, Sean is 426 and points and you are 358. So 40-odd points. Is that? 8 and 60-odd points. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's quite a lot. That's, that's quite a lot, isn't it? Well, so I it's a week's worth of points. Yeah. It's not going to happen, is it, with Sean? I, know, I could catch world. him. I'm only, I'm only 19 points behind him. Oh. I'm, I'm backing you, son. Thanks. I don't want Sean to win anything. <laughs> oh, <very laughs> nice. But thanks for the ticket yesterday, Sean. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> uh, Sean's not here today, as you may know. So we thought we'd take this opportunity to, uh, well, I thought I would, under instruction from John, well, just do something like to make fun out of him. Yeah, just oh, a, nice. Just a little something. Just to, He loves it, really. I know he does. Yeah, absolutely loves it. So... Uh, on my lunch break today, I produced a song. It's called Flashpoints. And uh, <laughs> it features only speech from the last podcast. All from Sean, of course. And uh, this is what it sounds like. Just imagine if we had Lukaku here. That would be amazing. Do you, do you like, <laughs> touch people? At what point do you say, yeah. Just imagine. Just imagine. Just imagine. Flashpoints. 
Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Always believing. <laughs> Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Always believing. <laughs> Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Always believing. <laughs> Always believing. Flashpoints. 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 Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Sam's teams do not go down. Flashpoints. Let's have a look at the player stats. Let's have a look at the player stats. Let's have a look at the player stats. Flashpoints. You hold your arms up. He's like trying, he's trying to get his body no. between them. Hold your arms up. Hold your arms up. Hold your arms up. Flashpoint. Hold your arms up. Hold your arms up. Hold your arms up. Flashpoint. Flashpoints. Jan Vertonghen for Tottenham. Dinked up towards Soldado. Out by Reed, scorer of the first. Lovely turn by Diame. He's done brilliantly here. Ravel Morrison. Stuart Downing away to his right hand side. Morrison now. Great pace away from Vertonghen. Brilliant stuff. Morrison is that heading in? It is. It's three. What a superb goal by Ravel Morrison. Tottenham Hotspur nil. West Ham United three. Tottenham Hotspur nil. West Ham United three. So there you go. That was really good, George. Thank you. And we, yeah, just to remind you, we did beat Tottenham three nil. <laughs> oh, did we? What happened at yesterday? Did we, we, we yeah, won, we beat we? Tottenham. How's he got where he is, Sean? I don't know. How am I not? Just, just, how am I not? <laughs> how am I not a techno producer? Is what I want to know. Oh, techno. <laughs> Flashpoints. Oh, Flashpoints. Flashpoints. Shame. So do you know what? I might try and dig out the clip just so everyone realizes where he used that in context. Well, it's just it's, it's just like his his mispronunciation of words. Hang on, let me try and find it. I'll quickly play it for you. So let's talk about the flashpoints of the EPL game. There you go. See, it was Sean proof. I didn't think. I, I didn't. Yeah. I know, but if you listen to the song, it sounds like it could actually be a techno a sample. sample. Flashpoints. Yeah. Flashpoints. Yeah. Musical genius, George. Musical Thank you. Genius. Thank you very much. 
Um, oh. what's, what's next? He'll love it. Absolutely he will love it. Love I hope he does love it. And I hope the listeners love it. If they love it enough, I'll put it on iTunes and they can all have it for free. For free? Whoa, you don't get that from modern day artists. Exactly. See, I maybe said artists. Maybe that's why they're I haven't not made musicians, it. they're artists. Uh, let's look at the Facebook page. I know mouth. there's been lots and lots of interaction on the <laughs> Facebook page today. Not surprising. <laughs> lots of lots of lots of Facebook interaction. There has been lots, lots of Facebook of interaction. Sean putting up pictures of me and him in a box. Sweet. No, that was actually me. That was oh, it. I seem very happy. Well, we were quite happy. I'm quite confused. So I put on the podcast page. Facebook.com forward slash more podcast this morning. Tonight's podcast is set to be a happy one with the unbelievable result yesterday. And also, <laughs> Sean won't be there. Sean and John celebrated the Spurs win in a box at White Hart Lane with free beer, whilst George finished watching the game, cracked open a beer in honour of West Ham and played some GTA 5. How did you celebrate the Spurs win? All comments will be read out in the podcast, and they're about to be. So the first one comes from Craig Climpson. He says, I was in my local, and when the third goal went in, I screamed so loud it made a small kid cry. A truly beautiful <laughs> moment. Smiley face. Sam Lowe says, Spurs are a mid-table team. I expected nothing less than a draw, so I celebrated by having a glass of water and a rich tea biscuit. Hey. William Burke says, on my holidays in Thailand, making a lot of noise and jumping around somewhere in a bar in the middle of nowhere. Irons, he says. Joss Glancy says, I watched my Twitter feed just explode like the ticker at a stock exchange. Three goals came so fast. Tom Wayne says, a Spurs fan I know advised me before the game he had money on a 5-0 home win. I enjoyed the result even more because of that fact. Terry Bonds says, I just stared at my phone in disbelief. And Andy Haggardston says, danced around the front room of my three-year-old, then went for a lie down. (laughs) (laughs) How did you celebrate the win, Reese? Um, I just stared out the window and just went... You just had a moment to yourself. You did well. You did good. It was just, it, it was just very, yeah, I was shell-shocked. I've got a mate of mine who's a Tottenham fan who was giving me a lot of grief beforehand and putting up nasty posts and I was calling him a racist and things. <laughs> usual. And yeah. Usual stuff. <laughs> you guys. And I, I, you just, have have fun. I just sent him a... Suck on that, son. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, wrong oh, man. Wrong, <laughs> wrong person. Yeah, sorry. And he, he just he just literally sent me back, just shell shocked. And you know, I pretty brilliant. much felt the same way too. It was. We've got brilliant. a couple of other comments. Absolutely They're brilliant. addressed, dear John. So I'm not going to play the jingle. <coughs> but Sean saying that this feature was dead. I don't think it is because we've got three here. Peter Martin says, "Dear John, how do you put up with Sean without going mad?" Uh, it's taken years, really. <laughs> there, there, was, there was a period of my life we used to call him Shut Up, Sean. That was his name. But, uh, yeah, you just get used to him. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, George? You've known him pretty much all your uh, life. Yeah, no, you, uh, you get used to it. Yeah, You've either got to laugh at him or just get used to it. Reese does very well at laughing at him. I do. I like laughing at him with him thinking I'm laughing with him. Bless him. He's, he's if you're listening, Sean, top bloke. He's good value. He's good value. Yeah, he's a lovely man. Terry Bond says, Dear John, what is your expert analysis of Big Sam's tactical genius? It was a dose of tactical genius, Terry. I, well, he's I asking you to, what's your expert <laughs> analysis? <laughs> no, no, no. John that's has my expert spoken. analysis of it. It's, it was just, it was refreshing. It was confusing. And I think it played a big part in the result. What's going on? 
I, I, I generally don't think they really realised what was happening and they didn't know who to mark, who to stay with. I don't know. It was it was hard to work it out ourselves watching it and I'm sure it was difficult for them too. And It was, a it was definitely stroke, difficult for Tottenham. Stroke of genius. Big Sam. And more than just podcast says, and it wasn't me, so it must be Sean, says, Dear John, will the podcast be shorter tonight without <laughs> Sean rambling on? Probably um, not. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Maybe, a little bit. Well, he was in it. Might have five minutes in it. But yeah, he did take up most of the time. He does. Uh, talking anyway. Uh, have you got Dear John for John? No. Uh, no. No. No, yeah. no I'll, I'll give him a night off. Okay, That's well, nice. the podcast is going to be short without Sean then because we've only got one thing left to do and that is to predict our Manchester City score. So we've got a break now for... Two weeks. Oh, you kidding? It's the international, international break. break. So got an international game on international games Friday, Friday and, and Tuesday. Tuesday. They are important. Brilliant. They are important. And then we return back to the bowling ground on the Saturday, the 19th. Yes, yeah, so the 5.30 five, kickoff. Yeah, it's the, I don't the, know why you put in that face. That's more beer time. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Didn't really think of it like that. And then you, then you haven't got to get up the next day because it's Sunday. Uh, I think we have. I think we've got a big family event happening on Sunday. Well, I don't want to be here. Why not? Well, I'm away. That's why I can't go to the City match. I was about to say, I'm not going to be at the City match. All oh, right. Oh, we'll talk about this all. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, please go on. No, uh, the so Bucci corner. <laughs> I'm predicting a 2-1 win. Why not? We just beat Tottenham 3-0. Oh, I'd, I'd be really interested to see how he sets up again. He clearly can't do that like that again, I wouldn't have thought. Tell you what they can't do is that free kick. That free Everyone kick. Everyone suss that now. Cool. We had one chance and we though, almost... I know it was... But it Noble well done his bit really well yeah. and then Nolan should have scored. I, I don't think Downing knew I what was going on. <laughs> Downing, Downing <laughs> was like, what's going to kick that? I think, I think he did pretty well, Nolan, to be fair. Mm. You know, it's, it's, mm. it's a difficult thing to execute. What do you think score will be, John? I'm, I'm just full of optimism now and I'm sure we all are. So mm-hmm. I think we're going to... I think defensively we're solid. And I, I think we're going to win 2 0. Reese? I think it'll be a draw because of the international break. I think a lot of them will be tired. So yeah, a lot of our players will be as well now. Ravel's off. Yeah, but they've got a lot of like South Americans and whatnot, haven't they? Winston's off, and he? he's, he's got a long journey. Yeah, he's off to America to play. As I said, I tweeted him earlier. Um, and it wouldn't be. Right, not hear Sean's prediction, would it? So oh, here we go. He sent in a prediction oh, for us. Wow. A separate, oh. separate one. Yep, here it is. My pr- uh, prediction for Man City at home is a cheeky 1-0 win. I think Ravel Morrison will get off uh, to a flying start again. We will be tight at the back with the amazing Winston Reid again. And I think we could nick this one 1-0. One I think it was a draw last season, wasn't it? And Man City are not turning up some of their games. So, yeah, I'm going to go for a 1-0 win. Um, and I guess it's goodbye from me. See you after the international break. Bye. You can't even get a little segment right, bless yeah, This is my breath. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's goodbye <laughs> from us as well. So yeah. thank you for listening to Mornings of Podcast podcast. Mm. Uh, it's, it's been a good podcast. We've had Pleasure. something good to talk about for once. It's just, it's just, it's been brilliant. quieter. It has been that. a lot quieter. <laughs> it's a lot nicer, isn't it? <laughs> it's just, it's just been, it's just so nice, isn't it? 
let's just get even house. like this time of night on the day after the game, you're still just feeling the buzz. It's mm. just let's, let's it was just, good feeling waking up this move. morning. Let's just get a house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more time before we go, we'll play you this. Jan Vertonghen for Tottenham, dinked up towards Soldado, out by Reed, scorer of the first. Lovely turn by Diame, done brilliantly here. Ravel Morrison. Stuart Downing away to his right-hand side. Morrison now, great pace, away from Vertonghen. Brilliant stuff! Morrison, is that heading in? It is, it's three! What a superb goal by Ravel Morrison! Tottenham Hotspur nil, West Ham United three. Tottenham Hotspur nil, West Ham United three. There you have it, there's that clip for the last time of this podcast. Thank you for listening to Mormon's podcast podcast. I've been George, John's been John. Bye. And I've been Reese. I've been Reese. Hey, you, Reese. See you in two weeks. Two weeks' yes. time. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Tottenham Hotspur nil, West Ham United three. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.